Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. The security in South Africa and indeed around the world for Jewish communities is not something to be taken lightly at all. Javon Greenblatt is the Director of Operations at CSO, the Community Security Organization. He joins us this morning. Javon, a very good morning to you. Thank you for joining. How are you? Good morning, Howard. Are you well? I am indeed. And you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Very good. So uh, let's uh, begin by talking about the current level of threat and how the situation is in South Africa. Yeah. um, uh, Look, I think that uh, the consequences of the RCJ ruling uh, were quite consequential for us. I think the, the actual ruling, and you know, everyone has gone on about the, the, the what the RCJ meant and the legal side of things, which I think was uh, not not a not a bad ruling compared to what we we expected and what we could have got. Um, but I think that the interpretation of that ruling has been um, uh, relatively uh, dangerous for, for for Jews around the world um, because it was. Uh, relatively um, a neutral ruling mm. I think everyone's been able to interpret it the way they want to and with social media unfortunately um, those that are against Israel has, have interpreted this, uh, interpreted this as win for themselves so from our point of view uh, we see that the narrative has been pushed that uh, the RCJ ruled that uh, Israel is guilty of genocide which is definitely not what the ruling said but that's the interpretation and I think that those that hate Israel, those that uh, have anti-Semitic sentiments uh, are taking this as a win and are now starting to associate anything to do with Israel, anything to do with Zionism or support of Israel as genocide. And those that do support Israel thus support genocide. Mm, mm. That's, 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 yeah, that's a very clear us. intention. They did that uh, early into the 2000s with the Durban conference, uh, Israel, uh, an apartheid state. They linked apartheid in Israel and now they're going to link genocide in Israel. And the fact that neither of those are even remotely true is is not the issue. The, the concern here is, well, does that give people the license potentially to do harm, a, a legitimacy in some way to do harm to Jews on an individual or community level. And that's what we're seeing across the world. I mean, South Africa is definitely experiencing this. We definitely are seeing a rise in anti-Semitism. I think uh, the board's uh, figures since the beginning uh, of this war, since October the 7th, is a, a rise of 631% and probably even higher now um, in, in anti-Semitic acts. And this isn't, uh, you know, this isn't sentiment. This is, these are actual acts of anti-Semitism. Some of them actually turning violent and these are coming through consistently. And this is something that's unprecedented for us in South Africa. We've always had a very low level. Mm, and when mm. people are standing at shopping centers and being approached by people, uh, you know, when someone's identifiable, identifiably Jewish and being approached by people in shopping centers saying you baby murderer or, uh, you know, like how's it feel to support genocide? These kinds of things definitely are, are a massive concern for us. And as we all know, words turn to actions. We've seen it over the last couple of months. We know this throughout our history. 
um, and uh, it's something that we have to monitor very closely. Is the nature of the attacks and the incidents in South Africa the ones that you've described? In other words, it's personal, it's it's spontaneous uh, versus something that is more structured and uh, perhaps community focused? I think it's a combination of both. From the uh, anti-Israel, the pro-Hamas lobby, um, is definitely a coordinated, structured approach to this to devalue the, the life of a Jew, to kind of make uh, Jews look like they're not loyal South African citizens, that they support another state. Um, and, and that in itself is specifically designed to, uh, to, to inspire the lone wolf attacker to go out and do something. Then, of course, there are those that are sitting on the fence and are looking at all the social media rhetoric and, and those are the individuals where it's, uh, you know, off the cuff, uh, standing there, they see a Jew, they react negatively, and they blurt something out. So really is a combination of both, and both of them are exceptionally dangerous. Mm, mm. Obviously, the first one is specifically designed to, uh, to instigate, to inspire acts of violence. The second one obviously just shows that there's a, the, there's a deep level of misunderstanding at best, at worst, there's a deep, a deep level of anti-Semitism within certain people who are choosing to see the one side and are not looking at the, the facts that are presented in front of them. So uh, the CSO, of course, is a, a community organization, does incredible, incredible work to keep the community safe. But at the same time, it is uh, it doesn't come for free, does it? Which means that uh, that um, funds need to be made available. How does this work? Yeah, absolutely. We uh, are 100 percent funded by the community. We raise all the funding ourselves. Um, and uh, obviously, it's not a cheap exercise to protect the community. Uh, if we were a commercial company, um, it would be uh, many, many, many tens of millions to run an organization like ours. But because of our amazing volunteers, obviously they do it, they sacrifice their time, their family time, their business time uh, to, to, to give to the community. So we are able to do it at a much lower cost. However, it still costs a lot of money. And as such, we are running a Fund Nation campaign over the next 48 hours. Uh, we've got a call center that is open from uh, 10 o'clock through to 6 o'clock in the evening, both today and tomorrow. And we are trying to raise 10 million rand over the next 48 hours. And every single rand that is donated by the community is tripled by our very generous matches. So if you give 100 rand, um, we, the, the CSO receives 300 rand. And we are going to go through this process for the next 48 hours to raise that 10 million. Right. So when does it start? It starts at 10 o'clock today. So our call centers open up at 10 o'clock today. Uh, we will both have, pe- we'll have, people be- have people be phoning out. Um, so we've got uh, amazing community members and volunteers coming in to phone the community. So if you do get a phone call from a strange number today, normally I know you ignore it. But today, I, I actually do. I've just got one, but it wouldn't be from you because it only starts at 10. Is no, that no, right? it'll only start at 10 o'clock. Fine. Okay, yes. good. And uh, if someone does want to phone in and donate, they can call uh, 010 142 3540. 
and they can uh, pledge their donations there. We have people in the call center that will take the call and will process the payments. And uh, yes, we, we, we pray to God that this will be a successful 48 hours. And please God, this will allow us to continue doing the amazing work that our volunteers and staff and organization Absolutely does. Absolutely right. And I certainly second that. We are all, in, it should be deeply grateful for the incredible work that the CSO does, that the volunteers do, that just knowing that they are there to guide us, to look after us. Uh, we are a community that is immensely and immeasurably blessed. So if you can support, please go out and do so later today.